This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Welcome to the Nakuda Podcast, the last Nakuda Podcast of the year, in preparation for Rosh Hashanah, <clears throat> which is Shabbos, Shabbos this year. So there is no Parsha from the Chimish. Um, I would like to uh, handle it from a certain angle, which I think is um, helpful as it applies to virtually every Yom Tov in the Jewish calendar, uh, we're talking about a process more than an isolated event. It was usually, you know, the, the Yom Tovim come in groups, uh, and it's a continuum over a period of time, which goes through several uh, changes, and it kind of builds up. Um, of course, everybody knows about you know Pesach. We have all the preparations for Pesach, and then the Yom Tov itself, and then you have the whole period of Svira, Svira's Oimer, which uh, then connects Pesach to Shavuos. So that's one unit of time. And now we have, uh, of course, started already on, in the beginning of Elul. Svardim uh, starts to say Slichas already at the beginning of Elul, and now we are in the middle of uh, the week of Slichas preceding Rosh Hashanah. Then we have. Yes, Shiva, and then uh, four days to prepare for Sikkis, and then we have the whole Sikkis, and then that leads to uh, so it's all one big uh, flow from one uh, point to the other, and it's important to understand what's going on during that period of time. So uh, we have what's called the Yes, Shiva, which is from uh, Rosh Hashanah through Yom Kippur. There's a, a period of 10 days. And the first two days are Rosh Hashanah itself. And then we work our way up till, till Yom Kippur. And there's really a progression that goes on from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, which is, uh, can be explained, I think, quite um, uh, significantly, quite you know, profoundly, by the fact that there are ten spheres, as most people know, according to the Kabbalah. There is uh, the tradition has given us that information. There are ten spheres, starting from Kesser at the top, down to Malchus at the bottom. And uh, what's interesting is is that Rosh Hashanah, as everybody pretty much agrees, that uh, we are working on the midah of Kabbalah's O Malchus Shemaim, the whole. Yom Tov is based on this concept of Malchus, of the kingdom of, uh, of heaven, accepting Hashem as king. That is manifested in many, many different aspects of the holiday. And um, we work our way up through the Aseris Mechuvah until we get to Yom Kippur, which embodies the aspect of, of Keser, which is the very top Midah is the very first of the Midas Kesser. The last is is uh, Malchus. So we're going backwards, actually. We're going like uh, from bottom to top, as opposed to top to bottom. Starting with the uh, with the lowest Midah of uh, Malchus and working our way up gradually uh, each day 
towards the Mida of Kesser, which applies to Yom Kippur. So, on the one hand, it can be understand quite easy, understood quite easily through the idea of doing tshuva, working on a particular mida each day of of the Amtu. By the way, uh, talk about it, you know, mention it now. Though we'll probably talk about it at greater depth uh, later next week, week after. I don't know. Um, the concept of sickus being seven days and then an eighth day. Uh, which is going in the opposite direction, going from Chesed down to Malchus. So that's going from top down um, and working on those mitas each, each day. So here we're, we're going in the opposite direction, but we're doing tshuva. It was, the tshuva is more a concept of redirecting, of, um, of evaluating you know, what we have to work on and what we're supposed to be uh, uh, concentrating on and focusing on in order to correct what is not being done right with those midas in, in the sickest when we're taking we're, we're going the opposite direction it's more like taking on the positive aspects of embodying the aspects of those midas and midas are, are you know encompass a lot of things it's talking about uh, general behavior general attitudes uh, character traits uh, emotions it's it's uh, a very very um, deep and and uh, many faceted uh, Approach to Yiddish God in general, and it, it's talking about you know it goes into the fabric of creation itself. So I was just thinking that today we would quickly uh, kind of summarize what this process is and where we're going in the, in, from the standpoint of from the bottom up, because when you're looking at it from that angle, you're treating the uh, the. Con- Continuation or the 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 hemshech, the, the flow from one meter to the next, in a different way than you would if you were going from the top down. Um, top down is more an idea of a, of a thesis, antithesis, synthesis kind of concept, which happens a few times along the way. Um, whereas when you're going the opposite direction, really doesn't work quite like that. So um, let's talk about it, and hopefully you'll be of some. Some benefit uh, as to how we spend this whole <clears throat> this whole period from Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur and seeing the whole thing in uh, in perspective. Okay, so the concept of uh, Malchus itself is Kabbalah's Omel Shemayim is when we're treating it as the first stop and as we're we're starting from there. Um, it's kind of a sight unseen kind of thing. It's kind of like you know that that. Um, when the Yidin went to Harsinai, they didn't know much about the Torah they, they were about to accept, but they just accepted upon themselves as a commitment and as uh, just a desire to be connected to Hashem. And uh, they weren't evaluating the content specifically, you know, is this something we really want to do or we don't want to do? It was just an idea that uh, this is an opportunity to get involved in having a direct relationship with Hashem and uh, this is something we want. So the same kind of idea in terms of Omel Hushamayim is the concept of, of a general commitment. Uh, Omel Hushamayim means that we recognize that Hashem is king. He is the master. He created the world, which this holiday also uh, commemorates as the creation of the world itself. So therefore, he is the one that's calling the shots. He is the one who has a vision for how he wants the world to be. And uh, we have to uh, proclaim him as our king, 
our king specifically, we're taking him on as a, with his personal relationship and a commitment to serve him and, uh, and, and to uh, partner with him in creating a world the way he envisioned it to be. Which, of course, the information about that we get through the Torah. But that's not you know, what we're dealing with in this particular Yom Tov. So, um, in that sense... <clears throat> It's uh, it's it's the the concept of Ol is we're not taking things on little by little, step by step, uh, one at a time. You know, uh, thinking about well, this thing I want to do, and this thing I don't want to do. It's 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 all or nothing kind of. It's it's an idea that if Hashem really is this type of an absolute uh, creator and 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 king in terms of wanting to have a, a relationship with us on that level. It's not something you can pick and choose. It's not something that you can say, uh, well, maybe, or, you know, 50% or something like that. It's, it's, a, it, it's a metzias. It's a reality. It's, this is the way it is. It doesn't make sense to do it halfway. It's, it's something, you know, in terms of how we work ourselves into it. If we weren't, you know, a person coming from, from no observance, you know, obviously has to take it step by step. And you have to, you, you know, just gradually, just in terms of what we can handle and what we can learn and what we can know about uh, obviously, that has to be a gradual process. But the the concept of a of a of a, a shlemus in terms of the commitment of of the 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 wholeness of the project itself of of that kind of taking on that kind of relationship is really an absolute thing that we have to uh, just you know jump into and, and proclaim it. So that's really the mida of omukhishamai. Once we're in it, once we have already made that that commitment, that statement. Then we come to uh, the basics of what's involved in in serving Hashem, and the very first thing is the idea of a minna, bitochan. Uh, just you know, we believe in Him and that we trust Him, so uh, and that we rely on Him, and that we uh, that that on a day to day basis we can feel a certain security. In uh, in our relationship with him, that he's going to come through for us, and that whatever he does for us is with our best interest in mind, even though sometimes it may not look like it. So uh, that is the midah of bitochen, muna bitochen, and that is usually embodied by the midah of uh, yisoid, which is the one directly above uh, uh, malchus in the chain. So again, when looking at it from the top down, it has a totally different function. But this is, from the bottom up, this is the way we are approaching that particular middah. And it's an extremely important middah to have. I and mean, if a person wants to follow Hashem, but he doesn't trust Him, I mean, the basic things like Shemitah Shabbos. I mean, how do you take a whole day off for Shabbos and not work? And this thing and this and that, we could think that, you know, we're not going to have Pranasa or it's going to affect us in, in, uh, badly in certain ways. How can you take on the mitzvahs if you're afraid that, you know, Hashem is not going to protect you or He's not going to... Uh, he's not going to stand up for you when you need him. So that's a very important aspect. Um, then as we go up from there, we have the next one up is, is the Mida of Hoid, which is uh, related to the concept of gratitude. Uh, the Hoidos is to, to thank uh, and to admit, to acknowledge that Hashem is indeed the one behind all of the blessings that we have. So there we have to acknowledge, you know, the toivus that he's done for us, everything that he's, you know, all the benefits that we receive uh, from him on a daily basis and really appreciating that and experiencing that as something directly from him, as, as something that, they, that he wants to give us. So therefore we, we uh, 
give him our praise. We we uh, we acknowledge that, and we uh, you know learn that, that to take that as this idea of, that we don't take credit ourselves for the blessings that we have. Rather, we we uh, ascribe that to to him as having a direct, you know a direct uh, involvement in our lives. So that's the mida of Hoyt. The next mida is Netzach. So Netzach has a few different aspects to it. One aspect is the idea of of, of uh, nitzchias. It's a it's a eternity. It's a it's a uh, constant. It's something that that never ends. So that's in, it's, a, it's an idea of perseverance. That even during difficult times, we 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 have the uh, uh, confidence and the, uh, the 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 power, the uh, desire to. Um, um, you know, to take uh, initiative. Um, and it's also an expression of that kind of, you know, uh, it's a direct result of betuchan, of, of having confidence that Hashem is behind us, that we can, you know, uh, do things in a constant manner and not, you know, uh, as they say, you know, some, sometimes yes, sometimes no, you know, uh, in, a, in a kind of a... Inconsistent or uh, uh, not um, not constant, better word for it, um, type of way that where was this is a, a consistency and a perseverance and a stick to itiveness and all that kind of thing, um, and that leads to the concept concept of uh, vanquishing the enemy. Um, it's it's kind of it's almost also incorporates an idea of. <clears throat> <clears throat> a certain amount of competitiveness is that we're, we're trying to be the best. We, we, want to, we want to do as well as we possibly can. Uh, the kind of soifin idea that we're we're comparing ourselves to others in the sense that we feel that you know that they can inspire us to be better, uh, that kind of thing. So that's this uh, this idea of nitzuchan and nitzchias that we're going towards something that has a, a, a real power to. Uh, persevere and to uh, to um, eventually win out. Um, from there, we go to the Mida of Tiferes, which is a very uh, a very big Mida. <laughs> just as the Mida of Malchus is going to be feminine in terms of of receiving all of the benefits, you know, all of the blessings that Shem gives us and. Being much, being you know, giving birth to it's a feminist idea of being giving birth to uh, new new entities, um, and also the idea of managing the household, that kind of thing. That's that's all embodied by the feminine. The masculine is this idea of uh, of being mashpia, of of uh, giving um, in a uh, the idea of of. Uh, Giving of the beneficence, um, being proactive and um, wanting to benefit others, being uh, mashpia in general's idea of being active and and um, giving over to others of the things that we with whatever we have to offer. Um, it also combines the other midas. In certain contexts, and uh, this is the, the idea of, of the the unity between Mashpi and Makabal, the idea of, of the one who gives and the one who receives, that's generally represented by <clears throat> by um, 
Tiferes. Tiferes is also represents the middle of Rachmim, of compassion, as the synthesis between uh, Chesed and Gevura, giving and uh, strength, so to speak. So that's, that is Chesed and Din, uh, is the, the concept of Rachmim, which is uh, extremely important. Also the idea of the Esosimei Tshuva, of the, uh, the Ten Days of Repentance, because that's what we're asking Hashem to give us. So if we don't, if 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 we represent those midas, those those uh, attributes, which we are asking Hashem to uh, to use to show towards us, then we should be using those things towards other people. So the more we have uh, compassion on others, the more we can ask Hashem to have compassion on us. Uh, and that's called midah kenegan midah. We have to, you know, take the initiative again and and and, and demonstrate those midas first. Um, the midah directly off, above that is gevura, which is um, the concept of power and strength and fear in terms of awe or whatever. The the idea of uh, Hashem in terms of His uh, Majesty, His His magnificence, and our, uh, you know, our our kind of uh, retreating a bit. In, in his presence, uh, having that that fear and awe, um, which is also very much um, emphasized on uh, on Rosh Hashanah, uh, the whole period is is a period of what's what's called, what's called din, which is the idea of judgment and meaning that we have to be accountable for our actions and we have to do tshuva for the things we've done wrong, try to, to rectify the things that we've done we've done wrong and, and evaluate what we have to improve. Uh, which are all uh, aspects of evaluation and uh, discernment and uh, discipline and all these kinds of things that require certain strength of character. Uh, and, and, and to appreciate Hashem's power is also to be able to, again, rely on that power to help us so we can call out to Him for help. And it's also uh, an aspect of justice, which if we're doing, you know, something to worry about, then that's that's a problem. But as we've talked about before, but if it's we're on the right track, then we can rely on Hashem to treat us fairly and not to uh, we don't have to worry about Him. Um, the, you know, there's being any kind of corruption in, in, in the uh, in the system. Um, and then, of course, we get to uh, ultimately to Chesed, which is love, Hava. That's you know Hashem's love for Kalal Yisrael, and, and we're supposed to reciprocate with love for Hashem. And that's uh, and the, the whole that appreciate that since that is the first midah really of the of at least of the seven lower midas, that is definitely um, showing where everything is coming from. That's a, <clears throat> it's all coming out of love to begin with. That's a, that's that's the the real goal, and that's where it's, you know, what 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 motivated, so to speak, Hashem to, to, to undertake this entire project of creation. When we go above that, right, that's the first seven midas, and they're the more on the action level, something we could really encounter in the world. Uh, when we go out of there to the, the other three midas, they're more on the intellectual level. So the, that's that's uh, or on a neshama level, which is really higher than just uh, stam emotions, and that's much more difficult to deal with because they're much more abstract. Um, but as we go up from there, we see the mid, we get to the mid of bina. And bina is the eighth from the from the bottom from the from the bottom to the top, and that is kind of a, a concept of of unity. That's the the link between that those neshama midas and those guf midas, you know, the, the, bringing things down into a more tangible world, that is the link between them. And 
even though there is an aspect of din and uh, uh, strictness with the lower midas, there the the higher midas are pure rachamim, so pure pure compassion. So, but this is at the same time this is where the this is kind of the interface. This is where those more tangible midas uh, originate. So it's a source for those midas. So when we want to raise something up to the source, going to that level of unity which ties them all together and which is above any of that that strictness, uh, we raise them up to the level of bina, which is a very important, very important level to be. So that mida is um, is uh, also where again things are becoming more tangible. They're a little more easier to 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 conceive of. On that level, the level above that, which is chokhmah, is um, more intangible and much more difficult to um, to identify and to define. But it is a general level of wisdom, which is the again a more of a conceptual type of thing, and it's on that that higher, more intangible level. So again, as we go into you know era of Yom Kippur, we're we're Kind of trying to raise ourselves above the level of um, of, of the Gashmis, even though we're actually eating more during that day than a normal day. But um, the idea is preparing ourselves by lifting ourselves above the uh, tangible reality, and then to the point where on Yom Kippur itself, not only do we ascend to the level of Maluchim, um, not eating and uh, you know, separating ourselves from the Gashmis to that extent, but also trying to to the to the to our greatest of our ability to uh, remove ourselves from uh, physical considerations and really try to to get to the essence, you know, to this this point, this, you know, undefinable point at which we we uh, realize our common bond with Hashem on the most uh, on, on the highest possible level. So what's interesting is is that just as the uh, first meter that we encountered, the Omel Chishamayim, taking on the Omel Chishamayim was kind of a super rational type of decision, not based on uh, reasons or, uh, you know, uh, some kind of a rationale. It was beyond reason, just, you know, just jumping into it and, and declaring Hashem as our king. In the same sense, although from a different angle, the final level that we're reaching, the very highest pinnacle of this whole process is Yom Kippur, where we are also higher than than rational rationality, and and it's something that's uh, getting to the core, which is above uh, any kind of rational thought. So you're kind of coming back, in a sense, to the same the same concept of this this higher level, which doesn't require explanation or uh, some some kind of a rationale. Okay, so that's that's basically the uh, the structure that we go all the way from this. Declaring Hashem as king, which is really here and now, you know, in this world, until we finally get to the level of of uh, Yom Kippur, which is way, way above that, and then at the climax of Yom Kippur on the, the, the Eli service, where we actually declare Hashem He Elokim, meaning that Hashem in His most hidden form, in the most uh, uh, you know trend, tr- trans, transcendent uh, uh, reality is at completely at one with the physical reality. So we're able to find Hashem in all aspects of life of the world. We're able to bring him into it. Our whole our whole goal is to manifest himself him him and his presence in the world through 
uh, becoming one with his will. So that, that level of, of keser that we encounter on Yom Kippur is a level of pure will. And as we mentioned, I think, before, that, that the more we recognize that our will is his will because we are a, a, a part of him, therefore, in our essence, our, our will is really the same as his. And we just have to come to the point of realizing that and making ourselves bottled, so to speak, nullifying our own, you know, our own desires, which may be coming from the Yitzhahara to a large extent, um, to realize that, that we have to... to Focus everything and and uh, apply everything to manifesting Hashem's presence. Um, okay, so hopefully that has uh, given a few insights and um, helped you to conceive of these things on a little bit uh, higher level. And uh, can we wish everyone a kasiva chasimatoyva?